0: The what is the product, the who is the consumer, what do you do as an entrepreneur, you keep asking the consumer and keep building the product. In today's episode, we talk about the what. Welcome to the Indian Silicon Valley podcast. I'm your host Jivrad Singh Sachar and today we're going to talk about the what of starting up. We've discussed the why, the how, and it is now time for the what. Today I am in conversation with the man who avidly believes in building people who in turn can make spectacular products. What started off as one mission is now multiple products. Presenting to you, the co-founder and CEO of Elon Markets & Stock Edge, Mr. Vineet Patavari, an alumnus of St. Xavier's College & I am Indore, Vineet is a chartered accountant by education and an extremely modest and innovative entrepreneur by profession. Vineet has one mission, simplifying financial markets. From a classroom model to online learning, to -to peer-to-peer learning to an all-inclusive service for market research and towards community building. He has built it all. Vineet is creating a revolution in fintech and edtech with his diversified range of products with the mission at the core of it all. Much appreciated and highly spoken of, he is widely reckoned for his work and is an absolute treat to speak with. Let's get to the what of starting up with Mr. Vineet Patavari. This episode is brought to you in association with eCell REIT. Without further ado, I would like to invite Mr. Vineet Patavri, who is the guest for our evening. Thank you, sir, for joining us.
1: Thank you so much, Jivraj, for having me here. I'm really excited uh, about this whole podcast. Thank you so much. Wonderful.
0: Before we dwell deep into your entrepreneurial journey and your views about this episode as a whole, I would really like to know what your opinion is on the entrepreneurial status of the country and how budding entrepreneurs should take inspiration from this entire scope that has been developing in the country.
1: Uh, So, you know, I'm I'm a very optimistic person and I believe that India is bound to be one of the largest ecosystems for startups. Already, according to uh, the government platform Startup India, India is the second biggest uh, ecosystem of startups, and uh, there are multiple unicorns and which are growing every year. Okay, the only concern which I see is the concentration in terms of you know people qualified with certain degrees, like people from IITs, uh, people from uh, you know particular cities, so to say. So, there is concentration in terms of qualification, in terms of region. Region-wise, Bangalore, Burga will be, you know, the, the majority hubs, and uh, to a certain extent, to some communities also, like the Marwadi's and Gujarati, still dominating the sphere. So, I believe that concentration needs to go away, and it needs to be more widespread. But all in all, uh, you know, we are in a very good growing economy, which is very demand-heavy. So, you know, there, there is scope of millions of more startups to start. So, inviting all who have got dreams to come and join the race, yeah.
0: Great. I think that is uh, very well summed up and gives enough scope to budding entrepreneurs like myself to do something innovative and expand the scope beyond the concentration of communities or uh, degrees per se. Moving on and uh, dwelling right deep into the core of what we want to discuss, The main problem statement of any startup is very essential as we know and has been spoken about a lot. However, in your case, you have entered a very deep segment and a niche for yourself and you identified the problem at the very start. So how important is it for you to understand and for any entrepreneur to understand the problem statement first and only then begin the preparation for the startup and understand what it entails?
1: Okay, so as you said that, uh, you know, a lot is lot already spoken about the subject. I'll, I'll touch upon a few areas. I believe if the problem statement on a broader level is not clearly defined at the onset, it creates a lot of confusion. Because a lot of opportunities will come your way and you will jump into all of them and probably not do justice with one identified widespread problem. So that is number one. Uh, number two, you know, for perseverance. You need to know whose life you are impacting. So a problem statement, which is powerful enough, drives you, drive your people. So I believe setting a right problem statement at the onset is extremely crucial for the success, for early success of any startup. And people should have it communicated to their entire team very, very clearly. Absolutely.
0: Just knowing about it is not enough. Communication being the core of the problem as well. Wonderful. Exactly. Moving on, sir, to something more about you. If you could walk us through your experience with Credent Academy which has grown to become such a huge spectrum in the fintech industry and then you found Stock Edge, and you are on to another venture. If you could talk us through your experience, that would be wonderful.
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a good question in terms of it follows the last question which is what problem did we identify, right? So your uh, what Problem was the first thing which we started with and we realized, you know, when we were studying, when we were uh, before starting this venture, we realized that, you know, being from finance background, uh, that people are investing in financial instruments in a certain way. And that's typically by communicating, by talking to their peers, their uh, relatives, friends, and by following media channels, the celebrities out there on the media that where they are investing people would be influenced by them and without knowing much they'll go in that way right so there was a clear problem in this and we identified three areas to work to resolve this problem you know one was the most prominent one most widespread one which is lack of knowledge and practical understanding of various financial concepts uh, in our in our experience before starting this up we realized that uh, you know, people with very good educational background were not sound in managing their personal finances, right? And this is a widespread problem. They don't understand the nitty gritties of financial uh, planning and uh, financial products. Secondly, whoever is involved in markets or involved in investing, they're highly dependent on financial intermediaries like brokers, like research advisors, and they blindly invest wherever they say. And that resulted in a lot of frauds also in our country, a lot of scams, right? The third and uh, the most important one is, you know, the communication, I said, everyone is listening to people around and investing. There was serious lack of credibility in these uh, communications, you know, in in the overall information flow, whether it's in media or in, uh, you know, uh, in social media, so to say, everywhere. So we decided that we will tackle these problems one by one. So in 2014, we started eLearn Markets, uh, you know, which was into online financial market training. Uh, We developed the content because we we had some expertise into financial markets because of long uh, experience in that. Uh, But soon we realized that we need to go ahead. So we converted our website into a platform where anyone can come and train people. That way we multiplied our uh, reach. Second, we realized that people do, you know, even after learning, they don't have the right kind of tools to analyze and do it themselves, the investing part to manage it themselves, right? So we created Stockage and integrated a lot of learning, which was our, our DNA, our background. We integrated that with Stockage uh, and we created a product which can be used with used by even a starter because most of the existing tools in stock markets were expecting the user to know things and do things by themselves, which was not true, right? So that's how we created the couple of products, which we have. And in future, we are planning to have another one, which is called Stockage Club, which will have, uh, you know, the community part where people can discuss and we will do the due diligence that uh, the, there is credibility in their communication and it is data backed. So that's the future plan, you know, that's, that's my experience so far.
0: Incredible. I think that perfectly sums up the situation of how you tackled the what of any startup, how you approached in a very systematic manner and progressed in a way that has excelled. And I'm sure the road is long and it's way to go apart from this as well. Moving on to something more specific in nature, I would like to discuss the nitty gritties of developing multiple products in a particular niche segment given that you developed elon markets and then moved on to stock edge because there was a evident problem in the consumer side how important is to not get swayed away by addressing all problems at once and creating a product that is too filled with a lot of information and how important is that segregation according
1: to you uh, see there are two points one you should have a very clear uh, way of working or a theme of working, right? So in our case, it was to simplify finance for all. So when we have simplify as a term, it defines to a large extent the, the features of the product, the way the product will look like. So your, you know, the information overload, which was there in a lot of uh, contemporary products in terms of stockage, we tried removing all of that. We tried removing the advertisements, the overflow of information. Right? because people were very exhausted by so much information overload so there we saw a clear problem and we saw it's complicated and we wanted to simplify it that's true for all our products which we build right uh, the second question that the the, in the consumers the customer will be your best guide in terms of how you develop the products right you need to listen to them. When you listen to them, they'll give you a lot of ideas which you need to convert into product or product features. So in our case, let me give you a very simple example. We started with Trident Academy, which is a classroom based training institute in Calcutta. Obviously, it had a very limited scope and limited audience. We wanted to expand. People said that, I, let's say we used to get calls, I'm from Delhi, I'm from Mumbai, I want to do training. So we thought, let's, let's try and uh, do something online. You know, that was when we didn't even have eLearn Markets. So we started something, some prototyping, then we launched eLearn Markets that let's give it a formal structure. Similarly, people asked us when we had eLearn Markets that, sir, thank you, we have learned um, markets to a certain extent, but we don't have credible tools or if we have tools, they are very expensive, right, what to do? So we thought, let's build something which can help them. That was the initiation of stockage, right? And then it expanded and then it grew to capture other uh, segments of the market. So that's how you create products, right? Listen to your audience, talk to them as founders, as co-founders or founders. It's extremely essential that you should have your ear to the ground. You should listen to people, right? And bring in the product features which are asked by your users. But obviously, you have to say no to certain uh, you know, good things to create some awesome things out there. So you need to have that trade-off clear in your mind, yeah. Take a pause and understand how Vineet has mentioned such an
0: important and fundamental factor. The entire pathway was shown by the consumers. Vineet kept asking and they kept telling him what they wanted. This was to the extent that it led to such major expansion strategies and subsequent products. Keep listening to your consumers and keep building towards your mission. Moving on to something more different yet specific. Um, when you have figured as an entrepreneur, if you figure out a problem that you do not have the tools to essentially solve, in your case, coming from a financial background, studying from Sin Xavier's and then from IIM, you were a maverick in finance. However, in the fintech industry, you need technological imbalance and knowledge as well. So how did you tackle that side of things while building your product or service, and how was that journey in your entrepreneurial experience?
1: Sure. So, uh, Jivraj, I personally believe it's extremely crucial to have the right kind of co-founders to start with. You know, these co-founders should complement, they should be equal in terms of passion, but exactly complement you in terms of skill sets. It's not easy to find, but you have to strive for it. Because if you do it alone, it's not only that you lack uh, a chance to brainstorm your ideas with someone, but also you miss the emotional cushion which you require, right? And your co-founders give you that emotional cushion in the ups and downs of the journey of uh, startup. So I believe find out someone, maybe in your friend circle, uh, maybe, you know, from your college, anywhere, right and talk to them share the idea and if you feel that they are equally passionate about it they are showing that passion bring them in right so that's what helped us uh my other co-founder vinay who is a hardcore techie and you will be surprised to know that all three of us are chartered accountants including the tech lead of our organization vinay pagaria so you know he had extreme passion of building softwares from his very early age, uh, let's say from class 8 onwards. And, uh, you know, for his profession, he chose, uh, sorry, for his qualification, he chose CA. But as a profession, he chose uh, being a software developer. And that brings in an amazing mix of a person who understands finance and technology. So that, that helped us a lot. And when you start something and you keep building it, right, and when you do good work, with time very passionate people will actually join you right they, they will join you and help you in the journey ahead so according to me people are extremely important right and they will help you grow you you yourself always will have limitations right whether you come from finance background or whatever background so i believe you know first find a good co-founder then find good people and keep going yeah
0: that perfectly, again, summarizes the entire concept of even if you do not have enough skills, you can always find them with somebody else and match your
1: frequencies. Right. right.
0: Moving on. Uh, so in your sector, in the, you know, if we broaden it and look at the edutech sector, or if you look at fintech, there has been so much development and it has been ever evolving. So, coming from something that has been started early, you had somewhat like a first mover advantage. But after so many players entered into the market, how important is it to keep your focus and focus on your product instead of focusing a lot on the competition? Or how do you exactly tackle competition in such a scenario, according to you?
1: Right. So, uh, you know, again, listening to your consumers, and having a deep insight about what can help the consumer at times the consumer might not know what can help him right if you will have deep insights about that you can win the battle right so what we try to do is keep up the pace with respect to three areas one is the product see the the growth now will depend on the product because product will market itself so the product-led growth has to be initiated by building in features which which peop, which are 10x better than your competition right or which has no competition so to say right that's number one so you have to constantly look for ideas which can help consumers which when which are not there anywhere no one was thinking about it probably they are too complex and you make it simple so first is work on your product second is work on your people this is one area which, which we don't talk when we talk about competition. But I believe that when you have products which you need to upscale, right? your people have to upscale themselves equally fast. Otherwise ideas will stop coming. Right? Your people, whoever is responsible for building the product should be upgrading themselves at such a fast pace so that they can bring in which no one is thinking about, ideas which no one is thinking about. right? So work on your product, work on your people. And last but not the least, you need to have the pace of growth, right? So let's say if you are growing very, very fast, the the people who are just starting now, they might be a little scared uh, or people who are not growing as fast as you, they'll be scared because you will be far ahead of them, right? So at a certain stage, when you reach, you need to incre- keep your pace. And in fact, you have to keep increasing your pace, right? with huge mass you always have a uh, advantage so you know again summarizing product people and speed which you can say pace so people product pace that's what you need to keep to beat your competition
0: <laughs> incredible i again that is a great summarization of the entire concept of tackling competition and keeping at par with the given industry which is growing at a rapid pace as well Uh, When we talk about a consumer segment, we look at, in your case, the consumer segment is very varied. Because when we talk about literacy, there might be literacy required across all ages, across all genders, and across all consumer types, be it a student community or be it the working class which does not have enough information. So when there is such a varied range of consumer type, how do you tackle understanding the community in the best form
1: possible yeah uh, so see there is a concept of uh, you know buyer persona in case of marketing right so you need to understand various buyer personas in in in, uh, in our in our case what we see is uh, let's let's say students right they have a very different need they they want certifications Right. They want structured learning, they can go for bigger courses, and they want certain assistance or help in uh, their career, which can be job or internship, etc. And the other side is, we have an audience which is into financial markets, trading or investing on their own. They don't have patience to do a big course, they don't value certification, right? They want, uh, Let I'm, I'm talking specifically about our learning piece, elearnmarkets.com. So there, they will look for smaller modules. Let's say a two-hour module, which can teach them, uh, let's say, how to use a tool called RSI uh, better for for technical trading. So, you know, varied audience, different buyer personas. So you have to create different products within or or different offerings within your uh, framework for different audience, right? So that becomes crucial. Secondly, since we created a marketplace for both the audience type, That variety of content, you know, right now we have 150 plus experts from across the country who are training people on financial markets with us, right? We have 120 plus courses. Uh, We have done this micro modules called, you know, we call them webinars, paid webinars, more than 200 paid webinars we have done. So, you know, these are the products for suiting different audiences. So identify the buyer persona, create products suiting their needs that's what is the answer to this question of yours.
0: Great. Um, Also, so this stems me from the concept of webinars. I come to my next question which is very quintessential in the current circumstance. With the happening of the pandemic, the nature in which we approach problems is going to change drastically. So in your opinion, how much of a change will be required in the mentality of budding entrepreneurs now than it was before? And how important will it become to adapt to this technological age?
1: See, I believe that, uh, you know, with, with this pandemic, what will happen is it's it's a blessing in disguise, especially for the digital businesses. right? People will be forced to move to digital businesses. Like what happened, you know, with demonetization, people had to move to digital payments, a large uh, part of the society moved to it. Especially, you know, now shopping, Studying, etc., everything has to move to online medium. People would not prefer uh, going to a classroom to study or probably going to a mall to buy things. A lot of them will shift to uh, e commerce or e learning for that matter, right? So, this shift has to be captured by the budding entrepreneurs out there. They need to see the shift happening and capture it as fast as possible, right? So, I believe digital businesses is a very bright future, but obviously. You know, if you don't do it the right way, it fails much faster than any kirana shop out there because here either you kill it or you just, you you are killed yourself. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Wonderful. As we move on to the concluding portions, just one very specific question. In terms of building your product and answering the what of the startup, the first team that you hire also becomes very important as you go ahead. What are your thoughts on hiring your first team or your first employee or your first five? And how should one founder approach this entire
1: scale? You know, that's, I think, the most uh, wonderful question you have asked so far because, you know, ultimately, everything boils down to people. I, I strongly believe that. And uh, hiring the first set of individuals is extremely crucial because that will make or break you. Uh, at the onset, you know, every individual, you are working in a very, very close-knit 6, seven ten people team. So, every individual is very crucial. And you need to get deep into understanding them before hiring them, right? Uh, most important is your, compatib- you know, your compatibility with them, their passion into the whole working. Uh, all of that you need to evaluate before bringing them in. And let me also tell you, there will be mistakes. There will be mistakes. And you have to be very, very strong in terms of correcting your mistakes, right? There are good ways of saying goodbye to someone if you feel that there is a uh, wrong uh, hiring. And you have to be also careful that your friends whom you hire or your, uh, you know, relatives you hire might have, it will be difficult for you to fire them if, if need be. So in the very initial stage, you have to be little careful whom to hire. You can probably avoid uh, your friends and your relatives. Later on, when you have more structured HR processes, uh, things become actually easier, right? But all in all, at whatever stage you are uh, hiring for for the founders of a startup, bringing in the right set of people will always be his first and most crucial uh, KRA for every founder.
0: Wonderful. Um, moving on to one of our concluding questions, and this is again, very generic, but they say a story speaks million volumes. And that is why, what have been your most important learnings across your entrepreneurial journey? If you, if you had to sum them up in, let's say a matter of two minutes, what would be your best advice to the budding entrepreneurs out there?
1: So you said story, right? So once upon a time, I started a company, right? Which was like now 10 years back, I started working. Um, so what I realized in multiple uh, years, I realized that there there will be time when you will be frustrated. There will be time when uh, things will go wrong, uh, when you will be really, really crazy on people who are not doing things right. You will uh, kind of blame yourself on a lot of cases, uh, your, your important clients will go away. The business which was just coming will slip from your hand. Uh, important tie-ups will break up. A lot of things like that will happen, right? The most important thing is perseverance. You have to stick out your neck and you have to be there all the time, right? Ups and downs with your people. Keep them motivated, right? And keep pivoting. Keep, it, you know, with iterations, you will see that, this is not working probably the way I wanted. You keep changing it. Do testings, which which in marketing terms we called A/B tests, right? You have to do A/B tests with your products. You have to do A/B tests with your people also, right? Put two people in the same profile and see who is doing better probably, right? There are ways. I would say keep pivoting, keep uh, doing tests, and perseverance. Always be there. Don't go away. Quit things which are not working. Don't quit the overall business, right? So that's that's from my side, my learning. Yeah.
0: Good. So perseverance being the key to success in in accordance with Mr. Vineet Patavri. To end with, which probably should have been the first question, but we saved it for the last. Um, what do you think a, an entrepreneur should keep in mind when he's thinking about the what of the startup?
1: So, um, you know, you have to be clear about what problem you are solving. You know, the first question which we answered. And secondly, what I would suggest is you want to solve the problem in some particular way, right? Uh, but the people who want who will consume it finally might not look at your product as an ultimate solution. So take the product to them, do prototyping, take feedbacks, do iterations, right? The initial journey of the product is very, very important. Those alpha stages, beta stages are extremely important, right? Just to give you an example, uh, it's, it's something which I saw in Gmail. Uh, for years, Gmail was with a beta, right? It's a product which they were building. Obviously, they have their ways of taking feedbacks. So you should be a product guy. A founder, right, whatever uh, role he is taking up, let's say there are five co-founders or three co-founders, you are taking different roles. But every co-founder has to be a product guy. He has to know the product in and out and he has to keep building it. So the point is, the what, the product, the what is the product, what you are building. I'm building a product and the product has to be a solution to a problem. And who will tell you whether the problem is getting solved or not? Your consumers. So keep asking them. So that's the circle of the what, I think.
0: Incredible. I think this has given me a lot of insight personally, and I'm sure it is going to help a lot others in terms of answering the what of the startup. I would like to thank the guest for the evening, for the episode, Mr. Vineet Patavri. Thank you so much, sir, for joining me for this podcast. Your insights have been invaluable. I cannot thank you enough. Thank you, sir.
1: Thank you so much, Jivraj. It was wonderful talking to you and hope to, you know, do such things again. So, thank you so much. Thank you so much. So, that was Mr. Vineet
0: Patavari answering the what of starting up. He wonderfully articulates the what. There is the product and the consumer. You ought to be having one problem and one mission. Keep listening, keep building and you'll get there. He mentioned some key points throughout the episode. 1. The ecosystem has immense scope. So, keep building. Entrepreneurship is the future. 2. Ensure that you have a well-defined problem statement, clearly noted and most importantly, communicated to everyone committed to building the solution. 3. Listen to the consumers. They are the best guide and will lead you towards the best tweaks. But learn to say no to certain good things to make some awesome things. 4. He talks about finding the right co-founders. Find people who see your vision. Feel it. And passionately believe in it. One of the most important aspects from the episode is the three-piece philosophy by Mr. Vineet Patavari. Product, People and Pace. Product. Innovation should be at the core of your product as you keep looking out for new ideas. People. Focus on your people. They are the ones that build your great products. Pace. Growth needs to be speedy. Don't run after it Don't make it complex, just go out there and achieve it. Lastly, we need talks about the buyer persona. As a founder, you need to understand your consumer in the best manner possible. And in turn, create offerings suitable to the fragmented segments. Be clear with your problems, have a vision, do prototyping, get feedback, keep testing, keep dreaming. The going will get tough. But this is when perseverance will count. That was it from episode 3 of the Indian Silicon Valley podcast where we spoke about the what of starting up. I'm Jivraj Singh Sachar, your host, and I would like to thank you for tuning in. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out and I'd be happy to answer. As you may know, I value feedback immensely, so feel free to contact me for feedback as well. For today's goodbye recommendation, I would like to suggest the movie, The Founder. It's the story of how McDonald's was built. It's available on Netflix and if you haven't watched it, I would highly recommend watching it. You will absolutely love it and thank me later, I can assure you. As I've recommended The Founder, it would only be fitting to end the episode with my favourite quote from the movie. Nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not, genius will not, education will not. Persistence and determination are alone omnipotent. Thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I will see you next week for another episode. Till then, stay safe, stay kind, stay tuned. This episode was brought to you in association with E-Cell, R-E-I-T.